Thanks for joining Stay Tuned for the last podcast in the year. Because it's New Year's Eve, you get an extra today, a bonus um, episode, if you will. The first one is one I call, Tis the Season for New Year's Resolutions. Okay, so the Christmas commotion has come and gone, and we've welcomed in 2022, or it will be. Now it's time to get down to business and make that New Year's resolution. I, too, have begun my long list of possible resolutions, but then before making the final decision, I decided to do the next best thing. That is, to concentrate on other shortcomings to avoid facing my own. So I've come up with some resolutions for some of my favorite television characters. Batman. Robin is not living up to his potential as Boy Wonder. If he was, he would resolve to teach Batman a second dance. For example, there is this new fad in the 60s called The Twist. The Brady Bunch. Mike Brady is an architect, right? So I think it's about time he designed a house for a family with more than one bathrooms for six kids to share. Columbo. I know he's busy solving all those murders, but this month he needs to find a day to get that coat into the dry cleaners for a good dust busting. Gilligan's Island. Considering how smart the professor is, I think it's time he made a resolution to learn to build a boat from all that wood surrounding him on the island. Green Acres. In order to save the valley for future generations, Sam Drucker needs to become a campaign manager, electing Arnold as the mayor. He's the only one with much common sense. And who says an animal can't be the main character? Has anyone ever heard of Mr. Ed? Mash. No doubt about it. Klinger's very fashionable, but with all the guard duty he takes on running after Hawkeye and Honeycutt, he needs to invest in a comfortable pair of pumps. The Odd Couple. For Felix's sanity and well-being, Oscar has to bite the bullet and hire a maid to clean his room. It wouldn't hurt if she was good-looking and liked sports. The Partridge Family. With Shirley and Keith taking on all the singing assignments, I think it's time for the other four Partridges to take singing lessons as well. I mean, they'll only look cute hitting that tambourine and drumstick for a few years, right? Taxi. The cast of Taxi needs to invent Uber so they no longer have to take orders from Louis De Palma. The Young the Restless. The residents of Genoa City need to have a town meeting to drop their family tree. Most of them have been married to so many of the other residents, there's no way the kids can take this on as homework assignments. This probably is ditto for any soap opera still on television. Those are my top 10. And because you always need a goal on the back burner, the no-brainer resolution is let's change the title of Father Knows Best because everyone realizes that Mother Knows Best. Happy New Year. And for your bonus, I call this when at first you don't succeed, just redo an old show. If you've been watching television the past few years, you've noticed a trend of rebooting old shows, giving them a new spin or writing a sequel. While this has happened before in the history of television, think After MASH and Trapper John MD, Dragnet, there has now been an influx of remade shows. Just the past few years, two that have seemed to be done well are Fuller House and Hawaii Five-O. However, some didn't last as long, like The Muppets, which actually I happen to enjoy. How many of you remember watching the reboots of Ironside, Charlie's Angels, Get Smart, Dallas, or Wonder Woman? And for extra credit, who can name all the sequels of Star Trek over the past few decades? I'm not sure if this fad is playing on the nostalgia of the baby boomers or just a lack of creativity in Hollywood, but I thought it might be fun to consider what the sequel or reboot of some of my favorite shows from the past might look like. Let's start with 30-something. In this sequel, 60-something, Janie, Leo, Brittany, and Ethan try to deal with their parents who still act like they're 30. 
Ellen has had to fight for her job due to city cuts. Melissa is now the wealthiest friend after getting into photography for the internet. Elliot and Nancy are separated again. She's an artist while he's doing advertising for the Philadelphia Eagles trying to date the cheerleaders. Hope and Michael are still married. Michael has replaced Miles Drontel upon retirement, and Hope is still trying to figure out what she wants to do with her life. That girl. In this reboot, that guy, Anne-Marie, would be Donald's boss, a high-powered CEO. He's the reporter trying to get the scoop and stand up for his important stories, like global warming, when the magazine wants him to write about famous stars and the latest cat fights. And My Three Sons? This sequel, My Twelve Granddaughters, Steve has become a reality star, talking about life with 12 granddaughters in the house and the lack of bathrooms and privacy. How about Happy Days? The sequel, Hippie Days, explores the life of Richie and Lori Beth's kids as they grow up in the late 60s and early 70s. Grey's Anatomy, the reboot, is called Grey's Monotony, and it looks at the life of a hospital where nurses spend 75% of their time updating computer files and doctors rush around seeing patients working part-time jobs to pay for their malpractice insurance. No one has time for affairs or personal relationships. The Brady Bunch. The sequel combines The Brady Bunch and Alice and stars Ann B. Davis, who became a restaurant owner once the Brady kids grew up. But they and their kids stop in to get advice from Alice. She's single, but engaged to Sam the Butcher. And finally, The Andy Griffith Show. The network started making new episodes of this iconic series, but realized life in small-town America has not changed that much. So partway through the year, they begin showing reruns, and no one even notices. Take some time to think about what your favorite shows might look like. And if you see any of the above shows in the next few years, remember, you heard about them here first.